Brandy, 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 Brandy podcast. Excellent. So, welcome to the bookcast. This week we're discussing The Slow Regard of Silent Things by Patrick Rothfuss. Patrick. <laughs> um, so, you may remember him from writing the King Killer Chronicles, which are about a magical superhero uh, in a pretty regular fantasy land, but, you know, interesting takes on magic and having flawless main character weirdness, but whatever. It's an, it's incredibly enjoyable to read, uh, no matter what its flaws. So, uh, he wrote this about a character from that, and, uh, yeah, so let's just get down to it. Brandy, are your feelings trash or no trash? Let's start with what we like, because that okay. list will be shorter. <laughs> um, I really liked the description of the underthing, um, I was excited to go there, and I wanted to visit the rooms and dig through the, the drawers and hang out in the sitting room. I was really, I really liked that a lot. I also liked the illustrations. Um, that yeah, the illustrations did a good job of uh, grounding you a little bit. For a story that's so ephemeral, it was nice to have something to be like, all right, cool, that, that is what he's talking about. Because when so many objects have been personified, it's a little hard to tell what's real and what's not, so it was nice. Um, that is my short list of things I liked. What, what did you like about the book? Um, I really liked seeing um, the story from Ari's point of view. It was interesting to put kind of a, a method to her madness um, and the sad part is, is that I really believe that's what it is. It is straight up psychosis. She is a crazy person. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because, um, you'd sort of mentioned when we were earlier reading this that, you know, the, the naming of things and knowing their power is something that's uh, a current running through this series. Um, and I think will become even more important in the third book. And I was kind of wondering if Ari she, na- she is naming things. Yeah, is she like a savant that like can fucking talk to objects? And I think she is. She just isn't commanding them. She knows everything. That's why everything She's just listening to objects. Yes. Right. So, but that, but she doesn't do anything magical. She just knows the names of things and has a meltdown after meltdown. Um, yeah, she was sort of a manic depressive... OCD, Schizophrenic. schizophrenia, ball of fun, you know? I was hoping that the book would talk about Ari's days at the school or how she came to be the way she is. Because clearly she wasn't like this when she entered the school. Yeah, a little bit of backstory would have been nice. Um, and I think they eluded a tiny bit to a rape. Did you get that? I highlighted a little part in my book. Did you see that? No. Oh. Well, it was something... I have to get my book. Um, that wouldn't be out of character for him, because he even has... Quoth, he gets raped in the first book. It's subtle, but it's definitely what happened. Okay, yeah. I, it was something about... She was comparing something to a wrist being pinned and wine on someone's breath. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yes, I do know what you're talking about. I don't know whether or not that was referring to her. 
Okay, she's referring to a rape. I'm assuming yes. it's referring to her rape, and maybe that's why she's... That probably did not help her mental state, no. Not so. Um, she kept mentioning her um, alchemy teacher, but not the naming of the wind teacher. Right, who theoretically was much more important. Yeah. Since I actually had to go back to the other books. To, it, okay, so reading on the Kindle is really cool because when she mentions a name, I can touch that name and it will search every book on my Kindle, every place it shows up. That is neat. Yeah. So I touched the name and that's how I knew. Um, it's one of the guys that was when Koth, Koth what is his name? Quoth. Quoth. Quoth the Raven. I think it's, <laughs> that's good. I like that. Um, was being, you know how he kept being put in front of the panel and people were yeah. voting against him? It wasn't the guy voting, you know, that was... It wasn't it was, the it asshole. Was the, it, but it was the other guy that didn't like him. Was he brazen enough or, like, overbearing enough to have been the the rapist? Is that why he was brought up? I don't think so. I, I, okay. I, I feel like we're searching for meaning where there is none. Even so, in his afterward, he specifically talks about how pretty much nothing happens in this little story. Like, he spends a significant portion of his short story describing the creation of soap. Yeah. Which is not an exciting process. I think I could make soap now. From this book. From this book. I think I could sit down and make some soap. I don't want to make soap. It doesn't... Do that well, I think the positive experience you got out of this book was learning how to make soap. I am sad about the mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so um, how many stars? One to five. I like to, I like to put this in the term of stars. Um, two. Yeah, I did get some enjoyment out of it. I, one of the things that I think would have been fantastic for this story is that for it to have been a chapter in one of the other books. There you go. And then put a little backstory. You get a sense for who Ari is. Like, we actually don't see much of her in the other books. We see this... We're kind of looking into the under thing, but we're not able to go inside it. And so that's why it was neat to go inside it, and that's why it would have been great there. Yeah. And then to have that tie into something where whatever objects... Are the objects she gives Quoth important? Like if they're he, important to her, I don't think they're actually. Well, but if those objects turned out to be important to the story, like they were just what he needed at the right time, that would bring a lot of perspective to her In, insanity and in talking to objects. Is that is where those things are supposed to be because they were what he needed for those times. But the, I, I, and in the first two books, he I don't think I ever remember him getting an object from Ari, and then holy shit. At that exact moment, right. he needed a broken comb to turn into a forest of trees. Yeah. So. But that would have made... That is how I would have weaved this into a larger story, and I think it would have been... Well, I don't okay. think Ari had a larger story until it was written. She was never written in the first two books as a character that had a huge backstory. She wasn't developed until this book, so... The, I wouldn't say she's developed in this book. Well, but the, like the whole gifts. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, if he had thought about this beforehand, he he could have incorporated that. But clearly, I mean, in all, if all of a sudden in the third book the gifts mean something, it's not. 
it wasn't that like that all along. Right. It, it was not some clever, it's a, pro- it's a product, clever plan. Yeah, it's a product of this book, not a product of the series. So. Uh, one thing I feel pretty strongly is that, say, 10% into this short novella, you have 100% of what you're going to get out of it. Outside of learning how to make soap, the other 90% contain nothing of import. Oh, she did use magic once when she made that stupid candle. She didn't have enough time to make the candle, so she magicked it into being and was on her way. That was the one impressive thing she did. She just willed the candle to be made. But she didn't seem to like doing that. Yeah, but she thought it was necessary this once. uh, Yeah, so we read this entire book. For her to use magic to make a candle. Yeah. Yeah. So so what else have you been reading? I've been reading, so we talked briefly about Pandora's Star and Judas Unchained. I've been reading the, the trilogy that is a sequel to the duology. <laughs> is that a thing? The pair of books that that you were reading. There is a better word for that. I think I think duology is the word. Is it? Period. The discussion. Um, I didn't realize it was a trilogy. Is each book in the trilogy as long as the book I'm reading right now? If not longer. Oh. Um, I'll let you know if it's worth the dive. I I really enjoy the books and the universe itself. I think I enjoy the universe more than I enjoy the story. Um, much in the way that kind of how I feel about Star Wars. Like I like the setting of Star Wars significantly more than I like the, you know, kind of wrote stories inside it. Um, how are you feeling about Pandora Star so far? It, you had said that it would be a good book for book club and I don't agree. This is a lot of work to get out. I'm not getting a lot. Of, I, I'm, okay. I, I'm enjoying it and I intend to read both of them. But it is not a page turner. I it is sitting down and getting a job done. Interesting. Yeah. And, <laughs> Jesus, cat, that hurt. <laughs> Ouch! That looks like it hurt. All right. Um. So it, it's not that I dislike it. I do like it. It's just it. Okay. It is longer than it needs to be. It is way longer than it needs to be. The first of the two books, and you have to read both. The first book, I think, is 900 pages. They're both 900 pages. Oh, and it's not like the first book you could just stop. No. This is one 1,800-page book split in half. Yes. The ending of the first book is just kind of like, whoop, and on to the next one. Yeah, mid-sentence, you better just pick up the next book. Kind of, yeah. Like, he picks arbitrary cliffhangers, sort of, but it was really just like, clearly his publisher was like, you cannot release an 1,800-page book. Okay, so... I think what his publisher was probably hoping that he would... Pare it down a little bit. Cut some stuff out. He did not. No. Okay. He needed to cut some stuff out. There are way too many characters. There is... Just, there's just so much going on. Again, thank goodness I have the Kindle. Because a character will come up and I'll be like, who in the world is this? And I can touch the character's name and it'll bring up every paragraph they were in. And I do that, I swear, every third page. I'm like, who is this guy? Because there are so many people. It's not a bad book. Oh, wait, one more thing. Okay, sorry. Um, Okay, so it's 1,800 pages. 
nothing happens for 50% of the first book. So you are 450 pages in before shit gets real. Right. There's no plot. There is a lot of character development and setting. That, that is an entire novel's worth. Yes. Of character development and setting. Like, it's just been a lot of work to read it. And now that shit got real, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I expect, this, I, I expect a big payout at the end of this. Well, I think I, I think I read kind of the first third of it, enjoyed it, but then moved on to other books for book club and stuff, and eventually came back. And once it kicked into gear, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, once you get through Judas Unchained, we can sort of talk about yeah. where the story goes and stuff. But I think the story is really good up until some things we can talk about, which aren't <laughs> bad, but I would have done differently. Oh, okay. So well, we'll, we'll I'm see. looking forward to getting uh, getting to that so we can actually discuss it. Well, uh, we'll probably read several other books in the meantime because it'll be... Months before you get through Judas Unchained. Oh, well, that, yeah, that's another thing. Like, I can sit down and read a long book. We've read some long books in book yes. club. I, the Stephen King book was super long. It's the same length as this. I yeah, think. and I, you know, I've sat down and read, read that a couple, you know, over the course of, like, three weeks. I've been reading Pandora Star since we moved here. It's been, like, nine weeks of this book. It is an incredibly dense book. It is. It is not a... Quick summer read on the beach. No. So, yeah. Um, it's going to be a while before I make it. And then, Oh, and that was another thing. So I'm already kind of slogging through a book, and I take a break from Pandora Star to read the... <laughs> what is this book called? The... Super the hyper no, pixie the, nonsense? Dang it. What is it actually called? Oh, The Slow Regard of Silent Things. Slow indeed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Slow and mercifully short. Yes. Oh, that was the other thing I liked about the book. Very short. One thing that uh, the book club book made me think about was there's this um, trend in movies. Uh, I think the examples are like Garden State and then 500 Days of Summer where the female protagonist is like a hyper unique pixie. Yeah. And like Ari... Seems like that turned to 11 or say turned to <laughs> 73, like just really turned up. And it's like she's supposed to be so unique and um, interesting and charming. And it's just like, no, she's a crazy person. She, she needs to take some pills and feel better. Yeah. Oh, you know what I kept thinking? This is awful. She's, okay. She cried for a whole day. Remember in the book where Quoth was worried that she would get um, committed? And I thought, oh, God, that would be the best thing for her. I hope somebody finds her. Well, maybe not in his land. (laughs) That's true. I don't know if they have, like, magical Prozac or what. Didn't they lock the professor in, like, a really fancy room for a long time? Yeah, I think a lot of the naming students are in the banana ward, as they call it. (laughs) As I call it, rather. (laughs) They are gorillas in the banana ward. Yeah, they are all a little nuts. Okay. So I think the, quote, being committed is not being treated. It's just being stuck in a padded room. Oh. And fed. Which she, she could, could use, use some, She some could use that. some feeding, yes. All right. She forgets to eat. I really think that the best thing for this book would have been for somebody to stumble upon her and... 
Toss give her, her some food. Give her some food. Or Toss her in a loony bin. <laughs> that is what we should do with our crazy people. <laughs> Not treat them. <laughs> Toss them in a bin full of others like them. Uh, it would have made the book a little more exciting. Yes, something would have happened. Yeah. I don't know. One of the main characters was a large gear one of the other main characters is... a ball of light? Uh, I thought maybe it was like some sort of hyper lightning bug. Yeah, that's kind of what I imagined. Ultra lightning bug? Well, I didn't imagine a bug. I imagined What's like... his name? Floyd or something? Never. I have no idea what you're talking about. The lightning bug had a name. Oh, oh. Um, it's like fuzzy or something. It's neither of those things, but whatever. <laughs> Moving on. Foxen! There you go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's weird that uh, he did a good job characterizing inanimate objects in such a way that I was interested in the inanimate objects. However, if they had been real characters, they would have been shallow real characters. Like, it's not like he used this to replace real characters in a story, because none of these objects do anything. Sometimes they're afraid of shit, or they don't like being where they are, or they're angry, but, like, they don't have any... Agency. I mean, of course not. They're inanimate objects. So, yeah. yeah. Looking for redeeming qualities, and that is no. not gonna work out. Okay. So yeah. Okay, so that's uh, that's it. I hope everyone enjoys. Well, what? How many stars did you give? Oh, I gave it two. Okay, so for an average of two stars, yeah. that's our that's our final rating. All right. And that's the bookcast. Thank you. Thanks. Mm.